performance on demand podcast number 55 in... 5 4 3 2 1 Welcome to Performance on Demand podcast with Craig and Jeremy where you will learn all things endurance sports from training and nutrition to mental strength Everything you need and want to know in one place. Welcome back to another episode of Performance on Demand Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Willard, along with Jeremy Brown. Hey, Jeremy. In the house. In the house. In the house. Man, are you... (laughs) What's up, dude? I, I don't... Well, I'm up here in Kentucky, but all I see is you all are getting hammered with rain. Does it ever stop? Oh, and let me tell you a quick story while we start. So today we set out. We said, you know what? We don't have the kids. Uh, the kids are gone to Nana Camp for a couple of weeks. So we said, we're going to be down here to this National Wildlife Refuge that I like going to that's down the coast. And we're going to take the kayaks and we're going to kayak. I found some you know, some cool places. And I thought with the high water, you know, be some good backwater spots. Just go an adventure. And um, two stories in this. So we get down there and it's just it's this long gravel road. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. And um, so we're driving up this gravel road and there's there looks to be there's water kind of coming up on the side of the road as the creek our little like drainage canal flows down beside it. And uh, Kimball stops the car. She said, there's something up there in the road, in the water. So we get up there and I open the door. And it's a freaking blue crab. And it's probably one of the biggest blue crabs I've ever seen. Just chilling there. And I actually posted a video on my Facebook today of him because he was he was pissed. Whoa. Like he was not having fun. And uh, there was another two or three of his buddies kind of lurking around the edge of the, of the gravel road. So we go on back and get this little area. And uh, it's two, two low water crossings or high water crossings. And, that, you know, looking at the gauge, it was like six inches deep. And Kendall said, well, I, I, I don't really feel comfortable driving through it in the expedition. I'll, I was like, screw it. I'll get out and I'll walk through it. And I'll show you it's not that bad. So I walk and I get about halfway. And this little, I don't know, some little creature took off like out into the into the, the weeds that the water was flowing up in. I was about halfway across this crossing. So I turned and I went back, got in the car. And I said, look, it's good. So we were driving through. At the end of that, there's about a six-foot alligator just sitting right on the edge of the grass, right on the Holy edge of the actual road. Crap. She's in the car, and it, it it scared her. And I'm like, if I'd have walked up on that damn thing, I would have shat all over myself. Yes. <laughs> so yes. we got all the way back there. We found out the creek's flooded. I take the kayak out of it to see if it's safe or not, which is a great te- way to test it, right? <laughs> That's right. Just, and, just do uh, it. You'll figure it out. I get out. I turned upstream. I found out it's just like going in you know, Elkhorn Creek as a kid. Turned around back and got her. We've got both kayaks launched. Wildlife Patrol pulls up and says, hey, folks, sorry, but we're closing the park down today. I'm like, really? I draw this shit. So <laughs> so all that being said, yeah, dude, there's water freaking everywhere. All the comparisons now, they used to compare uh, southwest Houston to like back in, I guess, 94. There was a bunch of flooding. Yeah, It surpassed that three weeks ago. Now they're oh, compared wow. to 1928. Wow. So wow. Is it still raining? Pretty, pretty, um, I heard a little bit of thunder this afternoon, but it's pretty much it's pretty much all lit up. Yeah, so. That's nice. Hopefully it'll start dry out and uh, so those mosquitoes can get even bigger. Yeah, yeah, you, they've got a big home now to deal with, so um, oh, they're yeah. going to multiply. Well, They'll be spraying that shit through the by planes. They'll have to. The man, they're so yeah. big right now. You can't. I can't walk out to the garden without getting el molested. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into this topic. Uh, yeah, when we it. started, I guess back in August with performance on demand. Uh, obviously the, the title for this one is performing on demand. And so we kind of want to key off of the very 
title of this podcast. And what is performance on demand? Where did it come from? Uh, I don't know where this is going. So, um, Jeremy, I don't either. What do you, what we, do we you think? Do. You know, when when you think about performing on demand, what do you think about? Well, and I think that's what uh, probably is a great place to start with this because it's where we started when we passed back and forth several names, several thought processes, several several things to kind of coin what we were doing, and um, it's it's a state of being and it's also a state of mind. You know, if you're going to say you're going to perform well at something, you've got expectations of something, you've got a plan that has got you there. And so I, I wish I remembered, I probably can go back and look at the email, some of the other uh, names that we had thrown together that we thought would be, you know, good names, but it just stuck. Like it fit when it hit, it was like, yeah, man, that's it. That's it. Yeah, so yeah. I just, I think it encompasses what we try to do. It's, it's setting yourself up, um, you know, if, if you will, setting yourself up to succeed or setting yourself up to be the most prepared you could possibly be mentally and physically. Because when the demand comes, and we've had we had a podcast, I don't recall the number, but you know, when the call comes, are you going to be ready? Yeah. When the demand comes, because the demand will always come, are you going to have that supply? And I think that's what to me that's what it is. Is is just a, a, a I guess a, a, a nod to the preparation it takes to be prepared at a moment's notice. No, I. I'm not sure what else I could add to that. Uh, I think when we were originally talking about it, we were talking about what could we, we plan to provide information that you can use right now. And drawing upon the knowledge that we have provided, or at least our perspective of that knowledge, uh, should allow you to increase your performance on some level, cognitive or physical uh Immediately. I mean, many of these things you can apply right now and for the rest of your life, in your life, in your career. Uh, I, I, matter of fact, I just saw the other day there was an article, uh, which is something that I've started to learn about over the last year or so. This correlation between coaching athletes and coaching in business and how they're so strongly connected with visualization and things of that nature. The things that we teach. Uh, from a psychological perspective, we teach to athletes, we can actually teach to executives and get the same types of responses. So performance on demand is being able to take this and just apply it. And so here it is. We give you all the tools. You just have to take the effort and and do something with it, therefore performing on demand. It's funny because you started that with, oh, I don't know what else I can add. And then you just like freaking blew me out of the water. You know how people start pouring, they're like, hey, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, I, I didn't know where I was it's going. Funny, it, it's funny you said that too, because I have taken many things that, that you've taught me or that we have both discovered in, in our you know, collaborative effort, efforts and applied that to business, applied that to you know, some of my personal relationships, applied that to you know, trying to help people get things going in business or even my own business. And so I think the beauty of it is, is, is our thought processes, they, they do cross over to life or sport or whatever it ends up being. Because at the end of the day, just like I tell everybody, you know, you can go and buy whatever bike you want. The motor's still the same. Right, at the end right. of the day, you can do whatever you want, whether it's business, play, work, whatever it ends up being, it's still the same body, the same mind. And, and I think you're right. You know, you could take and, and it literally comes down to you. Do you want to take? The, the knowledge is provided, not just us. There's tons of people that provide similar knowledge bases out there. You know, we're not like the experts and the only people to do this, but 
It's do you apply that so that when that demand comes, you're you're absolutely ready. Yeah. And I, I think you know I'm I'm humbled every time that I talk to somebody. And they're like, yeah, you know, I was on the train the day I listened to your podcast. I'm like, holy shit, you listen to us, Babylon? Sweet, right? right you know, I mean, we've right. got we've got some very loyal listeners and people that we've grown to know personally over the the past little while. Which, by the way, I do want to take a minute and give a shout out. We'll talk about performing on demand. So Tom, very good friend of ours, and, yeah. and unfortunately. Unfortunately, Tom decided to have like 40 minutes of transition times at Ironman last year. So we have just ragged him for months about that. I think I actually wasn't supposed to mention it again. But Tom goes out today. And if everybody can see, Tom Tom didn't like running. So I said, Tom, you're going to love running. Trust me. I put him through this process. And he tells me about once a week, man, thanks for, t- thanks for teaching me to love running. And so he goes out and his goal for the sprint race today was to do it in under two and a half hours. That was his goal. So okay. he texted me today. He did an hour and 32 minutes. He bested crazy. his goal by almost an hour. That's crazy. And yeah. and loved every second of it. Yeah. And his run split probably better than his actual 5K test set. So that's crazy. just freaking crushing it. So you talk about performing on demand. Why? Because he executes. Because he that's- puts the pieces in place. And he was ready when that – when he got his call, Tom was ready. Yeah. So – Big big props to to our good buddy Tom and and uh, you know just goes to show that um, while we are just babbling idiots, we do get lucky every now and then when we have <laughs> good right, people right. that will listen. <laughs> and, that, and those are very good, uh, you know, for especially for Tom to you know because uh, it's the ebbs and flows. Not every day is a great day for people, and some days you kind of you know you get into a state where you start thinking, questioning. You know, am I really doing what I'm supposed to be? You know, is this really what I should be doing? And do I really love this so much? And then all you have to do is go back and go, damn, I just did that. You know, I just broke that by an hour or whatever. You know, I'm not sure what the time was specifically that he broke it by. But, you know, that's powerful for someone to realize, hey, that's an affirmation of me and the effort I put in that I'm where I need to be. And I love this. I, You know, he did his little live video, too. It was awesome. Yeah, love that. Love but, that. Love you know, that. To me, so, go ahead. I was just thinking while you were saying that, it hit me. And I, I, if I don't get it out, you know I'll forget it, right? Um, the beauty of the, our sport, and I don't know why I just thought about this, but the beauty of our sport is that we actually create the demand. There are so many things in life, whether it's work, family, whatever, sometimes the demand comes without our our control. We can't touch it. It just is there. This sport, you create the demand. The demand is – Ironman Louisville. The demand is River City Triathlon. You create the demand. And so for me, I think that's uh, – it just came to me. That's a truly a unique opportunity that is different than normal life. And you create the demand, so you should have the same drive and passion, should be able to perform on that demand. Whereas life situations, work stuff, you don't, you don't always get to pick what is demanded of you. You just have to meet it. Right. And to me, I think that's really a cool opportunity. We actually get to pick what is going to be demanded of us. Well, yeah. Well, it puts you in the driver's seat, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I mean you, you make the decisions. And uh, if you're questioning training while you're in the middle of training, you know, how bad do you really want it? And how bad did you, you know, what was the state in which you picked it? I mean, it's really easy to say I want something when you're not doing anything about it. You know, it's easy to, right. you know, it, it's harder when you're in it to uh, continue to stay in it. That's why you have to find that love and you got to find the why you got to find the, you have to understand on a much deeper level what it is, but you know, you have to prepare. I mean, you cannot perform without preparing. And so it's the right. preparation. It's the, 
you knowing that any, as you said a minute ago, and we've said on other calls before is, you know, when, when that bell rings, are you ready? And right. when the bell does ring, you're at that point, you're as ready as you're ever going to be. You know, there's nothing else you're going to be able to do at that point to improve any potential performance you have outside of having a positive mindset, you know, looking at, you know, setting small little milestones of, you know, swimming to the buoy, you know, going around that one corner or the next tree, whatever it is that helps you kind of move your way along. But to be able to perform on demand uh, requires effort. It requires a lot of time. And, you know, if you aren't putting forth the effort and then your, your event comes, you're not going to be able to perform. You will perform on demand, but you will not perform to maybe your capacity or potential if you are not preparing properly. Or to your expectations. Well, that's true. There's so many times the demand gets there and, and we don't meet our expectations. Yeah. And that's for a variety of reasons, which you sure. speak of often. It could be sure. poor goal setting. It could be lack of effort. It could be life. I mean, who knows? Sure. Well, you know, um, we get into that. We talk about, uh, you know, once, you know, it's, that's the, if, if you're going to an event, expectations should be gone. Shouldn't be any, you know, this is your victory lap. You do what you do. There's no guarantee you're going to run a specific time. You don't know. Huh, look at, Hey, what if you two weeks before Houston Ironman said you're going to run, you know, a, you know, a, a 10 30, all of a sudden the storm hits. You're not in control right. anymore, buddy. I mean, you're just floating right. in this, uh, this crazy amount of weather. Dude, look, your shoes are now heavier. Everything is completely different. And so if you're going to sit there and look at it as being, you know, expectation of how you're going to perform, you're going, the expectation is going to cause you to be upset, frustrated. So don't even have it. Just perform. So with that being said, um, how can people become better at creating a more appropriate demand? Uh, uh, well, what are your thoughts on that? Hmm. An appropriate uh -oh. demand. Well, no, I'm I, trying to, I'm trying it. to, it takes me a minute to wrap my head around it. And an appropriate demand obviously would be one in which we're not focused on an outcome. You know, right. um, so what would be a demand? A demand on my body would be that I'm going to give it everything that I have that I have learned, I'm going to follow my process work. I'm going to, you know, whatever it is that I've become accustomed to training at, that's how I'm going to function. And um, the, the appropriateness of when something doesn't go right, it's working through it, getting it behind me and running away from it or biking away from it or swimming away from it. And it's gone. It's in the past and doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. So it's what can I do in this moment to be the best that I can be? So if you're, you know, if you're, you have a flat tire, what can I do to be the best that I can be? Well, I can fix the tire. I can take the time to fix the tire. I can either do it really fast and probably mess up, or I can take the time to fix the tire, get back on it and work, do my work and continue to do that and let everything else take care of itself. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was, I was just trying to think through what exactly, you know, like to me what the definition of perform and what the definition of demand is. Yeah. Because I, I think um, I think for me personally, demand is easier to define in my own words, okay. uh, in my own understanding than perform. Okay. Because perform to me can mean so many things. You know, to me, um, perform. I mean, you could go five, probably five different ways with the word perform as far as what it means and how it impacts you. And that would change, you know, for me, that changed. So my Ironman, 
Ironman build, that the word perform, my, what I perceived as my performance on the day or what I wanted to be my performance, that idea changed so many times over the course of training. And it could be, like you said, the ebbs and flows. You just kind of write it. But on the day, if you would have told me I would have, I would have went out and had the day that I had, I told you you're probably batshit crazy. Right. Um, you know, but I put in the work. I didn't right. put in all the work I should have, but I put in the work and I went out and had a great day. So I sure. performed on demand. When that demand was made of me, right. I performed. When the rainstorm hit, instead of sulking back and, and you know, getting on the bridge and hiding out or thinking, oh, crap, this sucks. Now my shoes are wet because I did specifically avoid water for the first or the sprinklers for the first lap. You know, instead of doing that, I, I rose to meet the occasion and said, it's time. Let's right. let's do this. The demand is the demand just got um, a lot higher. Demand just got placed on me, and, and let's right. just see how well I can meet it. Well, if you know, if I were to say, as, as I as I sit here and think about it, so if I were to say, what is the number one demand for de- performing on demand? It would be my demand, which is something that I you know, that's that's an expectation of sorts. Uh, and performing, meaning something that I'm actually going to do, I'm going to carry out, it would be 100% effort. I like that. Yeah. Nailed it. So if, if we give, and this is, I have an eight year old daughter that's plays competitive softball and we spend, oh my gosh, a ton of time. We, two days in training every week with the team. And then we have one or two days of individualized coaching for hitting <laughs> and throwing and in uh, a lot of we, I see a lot of uh, parents do this. They actually coach their kids on the course, or, on, or I say course. Listen to me as I'm talking about athlete, uh, as triathlons. But I see kids, I see parents coaching kids that are actually on the the field, and that's the place you don't coach. You know, that's that's um, that's where people, that's where kids learn to hate sports. So that's where athletes learn to hate what they do. That is where you go and do what you've learned to do. If it's not enough to get you where you want to go, that's fine. When you come off the course or when you come off the field, we're going to work through that, and then we're going to put you back on the field again, and then we're going to do that. But so It's your performance stage. Yeah. So uh, Ashland's only rule, only one she has, 100% effort. Give everything that you have. It doesn't matter what the outcome is. It doesn't matter if you hit a fly ball and, they, and people get you out. It doesn't matter if you – uh, get thrown out at first. You give it 100% effort, and there's nothing else you can do. That's it. Absolutely, and that's that's stellar. That's stellar advice. And it's it's funny you say that because we just wrapped up our our uh, coach pitch league down here, and I was I was the pitcher, but I was also assistant coach. And I realized at the last game of the season, the second game of the playoffs, kids fought, fought their hearts off the the night the first night and won 15 to 14. Oh wow! And then. The next night, uh, they lost in the seventh inning, which would be one extra inning by one run. And I realized that night, it, it kind of goes on what you said. If I would have thought about it, because two, the head coach and the manager, I'm not quite sure the difference, but anyway, both their sons play. And when their kids get up to bat, they are all over them. Mm-hmm. And you know what I said? And then obviously parents yell at their kids on the field. If I'd have thought about it, I would have made a rule at the start of the season that said, you are not – to coach your kid in the game. Yes. It's, because at the end of the day, it's it's if you go out there and say, Ashley, get your glove down, get that ground ball, it's going to be received a lot differently than the coach saying, Ashley, get your glove down and get that ground ball. Same tone, but it's who it comes from. Right. And so that that takes it. And I like what you said about, you know, and I kind of added to it saying it's it's kind of the, the stage, the performance stage. Um, I, I think that it's 
um, I think you're right. I think that you just have to give 100% effort. And if your performance on that stage, when the demand is placed, your performance is not where you think it should be, you could control that. But right. you have to go back to the drawing board, right. give 100% day in, day out. Well, that's, that's solid advice. And as a coach, you're going to see the numbers. You're going to see the, whatever analytics are available for the event. And then you're going to go back and you go say, well, look, I know that you feel upset that you didn't obtain the goal. A, we shouldn't have had one, but there's some internalized goal that you had that you didn't tell anybody about. So you didn't do good. But what we see here is, you know, you're usually running, you know, 220 watts is kind of where we were sent you at. I mean, for whatever reason, you chose to run 250 for, you know, umpteen miles. And and so you right. wonder why your, your, your run wasn't very good. And so we, you know, it's part of that is let's stay the course. Let's pull, you know, let's do what we're supposed to do in the, and perform to the best we can for what we're supposed to be doing and let it ride. But, you know, could you imagine, um, you know, these kids, how, how much more kids would play and it doesn't matter what it is when you're competing, when you're trying to perform, this is not the time to make adjustments. You make, I mean, you make the adjust, you make the adjustment saying, okay, look, I look down at my, you know, as if we're talking about Watts, I'm looking down, I'm saying I'm too high. So I need to pull back a little bit. That's self-awareness more than it is someone externally going, you know, know, as you said, put your glove down, you know, know, think about your, you know, when we start thinking about what we do, we slow down. We do not speed up. We slow down. Keep your bat up. Don't dip your bat. You know, keep your foot where it's supposed to be. Look at your back foot. Look at, you know, whatever you're supposed to do. There's 8,000 things to do. Right, right. Just do what you do on automation. It will get there. Yep. And then you go back to the drawing board when, when yeah. you're not on that performance stage right. Right. and you start to refine those smaller pieces. That, right. That's really good advice. And, yeah. and one of the, one of the, the, the phrases or sayings that, that you always say in, in endurance sports or triathlon specifically is nothing new on race day. No. Just like, just like in a baseball game. No. Nothing new. Like nope. don't, <laughs> no. don't try something new. Do not what it. you've been doing. If it doesn't yeah. work. And you've given it 100%, go back, yep. try something else, you know, so on and so forth. So Don't buy new tennis um, shoes, don't buy a new bike, don't buy new anything. Just do, right, you know, be right. in the realm that you're accustomed to being in and perform at the level. And I guess that's another piece to this. Performing on demand means accepting what you've received. So when I perform okay. on demand, I re- I'm accepting how I, where I'm at. I'm accepting where, you know, whether I'm not as fast as I thought I would be or I'm faster than I ever thought I would be. But, but by accepting it, it doesn't become a barrier. It doesn't become a challenge or a, a, an obstacle for me to go, oh, my God, all this effort, and it's gone to shit because I put all this time. I'm, I'm putting 15 to 20 hours a weekend, and I'm getting nothing in my triathlons. I'm getting nothing. But it's going, hey, right. I, have a new, I have a new foundation to work from. I know, I know where I'm at. This is not where I want to be. So, hey, coach, what do I need to do between now and then? When my next race is, what do I got to do to get me where I need to go and continue to perform and perform? But, you, yeah. you, you know, it, acceptance is so big because it becomes a barrier when it's not accepted. You know, I, as you're saying, I really wish I could go back and look at some of the other. And I remember when we were talking about the names of what we wanted this to be. Uh, I remember us going back and forth, the two or three of them, and it was like, you know, you'd fire one over, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I'd say, well, what about this? And you'd go, oh, well, that's okay. And, you know, and then it was finally like, I think you had said performance on demand. I was like, holy shit, that's it. You know, yeah, it was like, right. because it's, I think it encompasses everything that we do and it fits yeah, in so well. It does. Um, and it's, I, I, I just, I feel that people understand it a little bit more. You know, it's not about, it's not about winning an Ironman. It's not about, having the fastest bike split, you know, it's about whatever is within, like you were saying, whatever was within your realm, 
you go out and perform to that level when that demand is there. So if you give it all you have, what what else is there to do? I mean, if you give it everything that you have, there's nothing else left to do. And giving it you all you have, and we've talked about this on the on the hundred percent rule. Um, giving it all you have. Can I quote <laughs> you on that? Yeah, make that quote, please. <laughs> we put that on t-shirts. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, giving but, it all you have, but it's it's everything that you do. It's it you know it's in your transition. It's it's everything. It's um, you just but it's doing it just out of automation. It's just doing. Do all is all you have to do. Just do. Don't think about it because if you think about it, you're going to slow down. Don't think about it. Just do. And then you have a foundation for which the analytics, don't look at the time. You know, I think about it as you know, drag racing. And so you can have, so people would talk about, well, you run a 14 second quarter mile, but you did it at 125 mile an hour. Yeah, well, that's a 10 second speed, but you did it in 14 seconds. Well, yeah, because I didn't hook. So, you know, not analytics don't always, you know, the, the, the total, the outcome time doesn't always tell you the story. But if you step back and go, it's not about that. Let's look at the analytics. Let's look at your heart rate and, and all of these things. And, and when you see that, yeah, you didn't go as fast as you did, but there may be some other things that you've really gained tremendously on. And you go, this is your win right here. Now we just need to continue to push right. this out. And eventually at some point, maybe your outcome will, will be achieved. But you, you, lo- you lost me at, at hooking. Hooking. Hook. As soon as you said hooking, <laughs> I was like, and I'm gone. <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, but, but that's, but, that's really, that's actually a great analogy for anybody that understands, you know, car racing is it very, very, you know, you look at, at it initially and you say, oh, it was crap. This was a crap effort or whatever, but you go back and actually look at it and you're like, okay, yeah, you gave everything. Yeah. You, you gave your 100%. Cool. All right. Let's so, make that 100%. Well, so if, if, you, you, know, got, if you got, if you got a car that's, it's racing and they, they, pedal to the metal the tires might spin but they've got enough power to get them to speed so your 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 horsepower of a car gives you speed but how well you connect how well you put everything together the whole package gives you your time so you can have a slower time because you're not connecting the wheels and they're just spinning but yet your your speed is through the roof because you're putting out so much output so it's kind of like the same thing you know if you have four or five issues on a on a on an event your speeds, your you know, you're running 26 mile an hour. You know, you're running 27 mile an hour. Uh, you know, and you're full, but yet, you know, you're out. Your time might be, you know, 13 and a half. But maybe you had an issue in the swim, or maybe you had, you know, whatever. Who knows? But right, right. you know, it's you got to look. I think you just look deeper than the skin. You look subsurface, find the winds in there, and that's what you build upon. Don't worry about that last number. Yeah. Solid, solid stuff. So. I, I, that's a wrap for me as far as what you know performing on demand is. It's pretty simple. I, yep. I didn't think we'd get into it even that far, but that was good. Um, you have any any parting parting shots on it? Give it your all, one hundred percent. It's all I got. Just do everything that you've been taught to do. Um, don't don't question yourself. Don't second guess yourself. Uh, plan in advance. You know, prepare. Put forth the effort. And the last piece I'll say is. Train like you want to perform in the event because that is exactly how you're going to train your perform. If you give partial effort in training, you're going to give partial effort in the event, or you're going to try to give 100% effort in the event, and you're not going to have much. Play so, just like you practice. Every single time. 
Yeah, you know, baseball adage. Well, my my daughter's like that. You know, she'll she'll kind of dud over to the ball when she misses it. I'm like, no, you run after it. You run after it because you create a habit of running after it. And when the event, when you're when you're in the competition, when you're in a tournament, happens. Yeah, you just automatically go. You go. Uh, anyway, that's it. That's a wrap yeah. for me. Good for you. That's it for me. Yeah, that was solid. All right. Well, if you want to get a hold of Jeremy over there at Mind Right Multisport, uh, you can find him on the web. You can find him uh, on Facebook. You can also find me, udashdiscover.com or craigwiller.com. Excuse me, Jeremy. Sorry. I know you like me to say <laughs> craigwiller.com uh, for all your give me a, give me a call at all, <laughs> from all your mental coaching needs. I'm right over her. Um, but uh, seriously, no, wait a minute, man. There's an HTTP. <laughs> Well, them four, two dots. them two dots, and them four wackies things. They're not slashing with thingers. Uh, they look like they need a V eight. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, awesome. Thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Have fun. Later.